Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. And so there's a funnel at the bottom and it captures the angel share and and that is how they bottle it. And they were like, that's what I figured. And I was like, I'm just kidding. None of that's true. (laughs) Absolutely not. Of course not. Welcome to another Bottle Kill episode. This is the Whiskey and Whitetails podcast. And for those of you who are not familiar with the Bottle Kill episodes, these are the ones that we hold in reserve for when we're out of town and we don't have, we're not able to make one, but we want to keep that content weekly for you. So we've been using these as uh, to bring back old guests that we love. And this episode of the Bottle Kill, you should be able to tell who we're having just by this title that you've already read, but also, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Chief. Mercer returns. Uh, <laughs> nice. Thanks for the intro. <laughs> and, and just for you, the bottle we're killing uh, is this Baker 7. Oh, man. So we're going to you know, kill this that. bottle between the two of Good us. Stuff. We're going to get I mean, our, that's, our first course going. That's quite a bit in there still, It's a man. lot, man. It's a lot. So <laughs> Yeah, I got to be at an <laughs> attorney's office at 9 a.m. I don't know eh, if I'm clear. That's questionable. <laughs> Dang. I'm, yeah, that's that's tough there. I'm just showing up to sign some papers, so we'll be all right. We also have a have a tasting to do, and I'm the only one that's going to know. I'm going to have you and Gus do it blind, and this will actually be so we've recorded some blind tastings already, but they are YouTube only. Um, so this will actually be our first real published blind tasting episode. So nobody knows how we do these, including right. you. What are you What are you pouring? Man, I have like a ton of bottles here and I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a little bit everywhere, but I think you have one that's almost empty. No. Oh. Well, not, not like you all empty. <laughs> that empty one that you have is like half full. It yeah, was. But I, yeah. I did not know it was a go, candidate for this episode. <laughs> I'm going to do the yeah. bakers too. All right. That's the move. Oh, and while you pour that, look at what I found today. 
Oh, look gosh. at what Gus found today. Yeah, I was actually proud. I found these today. Dang, man. You know Gosh, where it was? It was in a. It was that not the the most <laughs> hole in the wall liquor store you've been in in a while? Yeah, I don't know if you can see it, but look at the dust on this thing. It, the oh, the top nice. is almost that's white, perfect. dude. This this liquor perfect. store. I just moved into a new house. That's why I got to go to an attorney's office tomorrow. I'm closing on a sale of a home, and so oh, okay, cool. This new house. There's a gas station like a mile down the road from here, and. The gas station is definitely there for a while. And I think that used to be like a storage room or a storage shed. And they turned it into a liquor store. It, there's no more room in there for more than maybe three people max. Um, and I've been eyeballing it for three weeks since I moved in here. And I just hadn't gone in there yet. But I've been told my wife twice. I'm like, I bet you there's some good stuff in there. And sure as shit, man, I walked in and there's two bottles of Booker's and um, a few other things that I wasn't interested in paying this price for. But Do you know why I never <laughs> go there? Because Colton lives down this road, so I know he stopped. Probably in there several. I know. I bet you he stops in there all the time. But he's right. That, there's no. You know how most liquor stores have like a back room. No back room. Like it's just it's it's a long shotgun style room with shelves on it with whiskey with with liquor on it. <laughs> That's all it no is. No bells and whistles. Huh? Just nothing. Like, no. If if he has anything awesome. extra, it's probably in his. 1984 minivan outside. In his van down by the river. <laughs> uh, so what's new in the Chiefs so, uh, world? Not, not much, man. It's been uh, been kind of boring, I guess. We had uh, – I'm a little out of it tonight. We had a uh, couple runs last night on my volunteer department. So, you know, I'm, I'm a little tired from that still. But anything – entertaining or it's just sad stuff not at all nothing entertaining you know a couple uh controlled burns that people had that people called (laughs) you know called us on them yeah and and like i I don't quite understand why somebody would you know decide to light a huge fire in their backyard on like a wednesday you know or well it'd be a thursday morning at like two in the morning you know, like alcohol, you know, <laughs> who does that? Give me a break, man. You know, I, I work in the morning, you know, it's probably alcohol. That's but, a badass cup, man. It's got like an Eagle. Oh yeah. I mean, look at that. Oh, got a little a, crest on there. Is that a six? Huh? Was that a number six on there? Uh, eight, eight. Raise hail, yep, praise right. Dale. <laughs> <laughs> Different kind of eight. But that's funny. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, our stations and trucks and everything begin with eight, so that's on our crest. Yeah, I figured that's what it was. <laughs> that's fun. So, so, but we can say it's for Dale. Last time we talked, we um, I told you I was going to send you some stuff, and yep. So that night we had drank a lot. And we I, and did. Yep. Gus had left, and I was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep drinking." So I keep. I didn't hammering. drink a lot. I yeah, had I, mine, and then I drove home. He I meant kept we, drinking. You and I drank a lot, and then uh, Gus had yes, left. I did. I kept drinking, and I was like, "Oh, that's right." I was gonna make him some pour. So I went in there, and I remember distinctly going, "This is what I want him to taste." And this is what I so I picked four things that I wanted you to taste. So, so you did that while, like, right after the podcast. Like I was that. hammered, bro. So hammered that the next morning I got up and I looked at the bottles and I was like, what is that? And then I saw the envelope next to it and I was like, oh, I remember. So, but I didn't know it. So I opened the envelope and I was like, oh, okay. And this is for Chief Marshall. This is for Kevin. And so I put it back in an envelope and I mailed it to you. 
And then I actually think I boxed it up that night, so I had to reopen the box. Anyway, um, I didn't know what I sent you until today. I kept telling you I did because I was like, surely I wrote it down because I got a little black book, didn't write it down. So I had to go through like Snapchat memories and like photo, like looking at pictures of my bar, doing like uh, analysis on it. So I found a picture of the bar and there was four bottles sitting off to the side and I remembered two of them. And I was like, that's it. So I poured, the, I'm pretty sure I got the same four, but I don't know that I have the order right. But we'll find out when you open it. Wow, man. I mean, I'm impressed. Well, I knew like, because you told me you are going to send me some samples, and they came like two days later, maybe. I mean, I was like, <laughs> Matt got on the ball with these, man. I, Matt mean, I is, had them in like no time. I'm like, God. I'm the king of shipping. Yeah. God, I'm terrible at it. Can't nobody dude. ship as I fast really as am. I can. That's nobody. Funny. Um, drunk, but, drunk shipping. Dude, that's like people <laughs> like, if you go our Etsy reviews, 90% of them are like, cannot believe how fast this guy here. Cause I ship everything <laughs> two day express, everything. And I mean, it oh, costs dude. extra money, but you know, I got a ton of reviews now cause people love my shipping. But and if we have to yeah. fold the company now, you know why? Yeah. Your <laughs> margins are terrible. Why are you spending so much on shipping? Jeez. <laughs> uh, the other thing That's I noticed good, is we made Baker's Famous again. I don't know if you've noticed that. I'm seeing it Did everywhere. We? It's all over the place now. And I'm, I'm getting tagged into people send me pictures and like, hey, you remember your podcast? It's like, yeah, I remember. We should have never talked about it. Oh, man. Yeah, it might have. Yeah, it might have been bad for us, man. Finding Baker's on the shelf now. Well, I think what we do is we package this up, get the metrics, send it to a company that's not doing well, <laughs> and be like, look what we can do for you. Oh, there you go. Like, yeah. Jim Bean couldn't sell this. Bam. Kevin and I sold it in like <laughs> oh, three <God>. weeks. <laughs> Cannot find it. They're all gone. They're all in secondary now. Yeah. Uh, that's the that's the ultimate goal there. Huh? Yeah. To just be. I tell you, man, it is it is good. And yeah, you know, we were talking about it that, that night and I already had a I already had a picture taken. I was like, I was ready to put it out actually that day, uh, when we were talking about it before and uh and since then, I've taken like probably three or four more that I'm like, I gotta post these at some point, you know. Like, uh, and then you, uh, of course, the comment on there is like, man, you gotta quit telling everybody about bakers. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we get comments every now and then. I'm we'll, like, yeah, you might be right. Yeah, we'll post something and 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 have a something nice to say about it, and then we'll get some DMs. People are like, hey, can you can you chill on on pumping that up because. Yeah. I'm getting it regularly at a decent price, and I, the last thing I want is to show up next week and I can't get it. And that was one thing we talked. I don't blame. Him. I don't know if it's too early or you don't want to talk about it at all, but we had discussed that, like you know, we're drama free, so we get Instagram drama, which is few and far between. But when it happens, we shut it down quick. We just start deleting it, blocking people, and it's over. And uh, it's like, what compels someone to argue with somebody else on social media? I'll never understand. It's always a losing battle. Yeah. But I know you... Nobody nobody ever wins. No. <laughs> but I know it's been irritating you as much as it's been irritating us. We just... Our method is delete and ignore. And That's right, yeah. For people... That's the best do. thing to do. Yeah. It's hard to sometimes because you want to get into it with them. <laughs> but... <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so there was... Um, Absolutely. Let's see. There was a... Uh, Oh, I wanted to run this by y'all. This has nothing to do with anything we've talked about. 
<laughs> okay, shoot. <laughs> yeah. so, and this dang. is because you guys are fathers. This is the only reason. I'm not a dad, so I wanted to run this by you. So I was, I was thinking about school and, like, kids going, raising your kid right and send them to college and all this stuff. But what I thought about was we could sponsor the Whiskey and Whitetails University where you pay us way more than it's worth, and then we'll pay for your kid to go to the Whiskey and Whitetails University. And what it is is the first year we send them to an automotive school. They learn how to work on cars. Second year, we send them to plumber school. They learn how to be a plumber. Third year, we send them to HVAC school. Do that in the fourth year. We'll find them an internship in whichever of those three things and then just send them out in the world. Because even if they decide not to do those three jobs, at least they'll know that they'll never have to pay for a mechanic, a plumber, or an HVAC guy. And they'll say, think of all the money they'll save. What do you all think about that as dads? I actually had a conversation. Yeah. Um, (laughs) The return on investment for college these days is not the same as it used to be. Like, when I was growing up, it was like, you know, you go to college, you join the military, or, you know, you go right into work. Yeah. Um, And whichever you choose is, the idea used to be that you go to college and you got to, degree and that uh, that gave you a head start kind of a head start <laughs> or other opportunities that maybe you couldn't get otherwise um, and those jobs as a result uh, were offset the cost of the degree now you know kids are coming out of college I, I I've I've known people that I've worked with that are five years into a career after college and still have over a hundred thousand dollars worth of college student loans it's it's I, I, I'll say this and then I'll, I'll leave it alone because I, I will say that I like, I will not pressure or require my kids to go to college if they don't want to, but I'll say that I'll say this when an 18 year old in this country can by himself sign on a dotted line and take on in one year, $40,000 or $50,000 worth of student loan debt, but a bank will not give them $10,000 to start a business. I think that tells you everything you need to know about our financial system. That's a valid point. Damn. Let's drop the mic. It's deep. Yep, drop the mic. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That that makes sense. I never thought of it that way. Yeah, it's a true point. That's like my kids, though. I'm I'm the same way. Like, if you want to go, I'll help you any way I can. You know, just have a plan set in motion, you know. And um, that's kind of the way I do it, but. But like, like you said, man, I mean, the return on money isn't always there. No. You know, everybody wants uh, their kids to do what they like to do and, you know, um, something they're passionate about or whatever. And if, if that gets you there, then, you know, more power to you. But uh, there's lots of things that you can do, you know. Well, with the internet these Not days. Not necessarily have to have all that. Yeah. Well, with the internet these days and then with – you know, I think I saw a clip the other day where Elon Musk said that you know, college isn't necessary anymore. It used to be you get to college because that's how you had to learn things. But with the internet, you can learn anything that's for, valid point. for free. You just have to be willing to study that's it true. and learn it, and then you can find ways to apply it. Yeah, we didn't go to co- podcast college. <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> I went to YouTube. <laughs> YouTube and Google. <laughs> so next serious yeah, question. I mean, you know, I mean, that's where, that's where you learn everything. <laughs> that's anymore. true. If you can't find I mean... Like we both work in IT, and it's it's like people are like, how do you do it? How do you know? And it's like uh, I'm just really smart. And I went, you know, I'm just really <laughs> innately. I was born with the ability to uh, do Windows engineering, <laughs> or I have Google open all day, <laughs> or I, I just looked it up on Google. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So next it's, serious it's like question. Anything, 
Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, how about, well, you can't, can you learn how to fight fires on YouTube? Well, I mean, I bet no, you can't. I'm going to say no. <laughs> I bet you can't. I bet you can learn how to I mean, start a fire. Uh, yeah, you're probably right there. I'm sure there are people teaching you how to put out fires, but, you know, it's not the same. What's the it's move? You, doing it. you shoot at the base, right? Yeah. I, I mean, there's different techniques, man. I mean, you know, there's there's techniques where you, you want to disrupt the thermal layer, so you're shooting up higher. Um, I mean, there's a bunch of different techniques. Everybody has the, the best way, and everybody knows the best way. And um, there there is a, a whole lot more to it than, you know, than what people think um, as far as your nozzles, your pressures. Um, there, there is a lot to it. And I mean, it's, it is science after all, I guess, you know, um, and people go to college for fire science degrees all the time. So. I almost did. That was one, that was one of my choices. I wanted to, I was going to, Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I very early. It's That's my, awesome. my grandparents, both of my grand, my, I, my uncle and two of my grandfathers were firefighters. So I had a, an interest in it very early and I always found it interesting. Uh, the, after a fire, you know, the science of looking oh, yeah. at, at a structure and determining yeah. how it started and being able to look at that oh, evidence, yeah. I always found that fascinating. Um, but yeah, you know, when you're, when you're deciding or to attack, how, how you're going to attack a fire, you have to take into account the, the type of structure, what, you know, what the fuel source is and all those things, right? Like you can't, you're not just walking right. in blazing water all, you know, all the time. <laughs> now, no, you know, like you're, you're looking at flow paths, um, you know, are windows broken out or, you know, is, is the wind outside pushing a certain direction is going to push it deeper into the structure. Yeah. I mean, you know, of course you're thinking about the structure of the building itself and if it's going to, if it's good enough for sure. somebody to go in and. Cause uh, I mean, something as simple a, as. There's a whole lot to it, you know, how much water you're going to have on scene, how much, I mean, how much manpower you're going to have. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I didn't think about that. There's so many factors. Uh, yeah. Well, it, it, it's definitely you know, it's definitely a lot of practice and, you know, yeah, I mean, you can do it your whole life and still learn. I mean, you know, it's a, oh, it's yeah. evolving. It's always evolving. Yeah. You know? So we, we, we used to talk, we talked about quicksand one time, how like we always thought as kids, quicksand was going to be way more important than it is. So like yeah. the movie backdraft is, <laughs> the, is that, is that as common <laughs> as the movie or is that not a thing? Uh, Nah, it's not as much of a thing, I guess. You don't see it as much. Um, like in, but I mean, you know, but it does happen. And especially with all these, um, this foam insulation, this closed cell foam and, uh-huh. you know, these new construction on these houses, they're, they're more airtight. And that's where you get your backdraft uh, situations a lot. Um if if it's too tight, it's not getting air. It's just starving for air. So you know, you open a door, break a window. That's when you get the backdraft. Um, but you know, we do see a lot of flashovers um, more than anything. And with, um, I'm not going to bore you in all this. Well, what's a flashover? A flashover is when basically everything gets so hot. Um, everything in the the space combusts. Oh, wow. So we're talking smoke and everything. That sounds scary. Um, so yeah, you're, yeah, I think it's like, and I'm going to get slammed because of all these, <laughs> you're good. If I say something wrong, but you know, but it's like 1200 degrees. I think your life expectancy in a flashover is like 
a couple seconds, uh, you know, six, eight seconds or if that much. It's something ridiculous. Yeah. Maybe it's three. I don't know. So but, how much uh, can you? How much? How much heat can a fire suit take? Not a lot. Uh it's rated for. Well, you know they're not fire re- retardant. Well, they are fire resistant. I guess is the right word. Um, so I mean they can still catch on fire, but I I don't really know. I want to say they're rated for like eight hundred degrees or something but really? even then it's still gonna i mean it's still <laughs> so how much flash over flash overs gotcha how much how much is that movie bug someone like you right because in that movie like there aren't they like busting through through you know they're not wearing they're not wearing oh, uh, masks yeah. or half the ppe you're required to I'm, wear right <laughs> i'm probably the worst person to watch things like that with because yeah. i'm like Come it's like on, man. it's like watching military That's, movies with him. Yeah, you can't watch military movies with me. Like everybody <laughs> loves that. What's that stupid movie with the EOD guy? Oh, um, and like is that what it's like? It's like yeah, you can definitely just hop a fence and now you're in Afghanistan. No, that's not what it's like. It's that drives me nuts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I opened an oven that was really hot once. It was like 400 degrees, and I was like, fuck that. I just, <laughs> there's no way. There's no way. You know what I mean? It yeah, like it melted my face. Firefighting's not oven. for me. Yeah, I'm gonna pass. That's right. I used to go yeah, when I went know, to your. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say when I went to AIT, the I think it was the Air Force Firefighter School is in Texas where I was at, and I used to go by there and watch these dudes fight these fake fires, and uh, like you can see the guy turning the gas off. You know what I mean? Like they spray it towards oh, the yeah. towards the base, and then the guy turns again. The they're like, "Good job! That's how you put out a fire." And I was like, "These guys are all gonna die because they're playing with jet fuel. Like this is extremely dangerous." <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's right. What were you going to say? You know, the the weakest part of your your whole uh, your all your gear is actually your mask. So your mask, they've upped the the heat rating on those lately, but um, that's pretty much going to fail before anything else. Yeah, and um, so I mean that that's really what gets you more than anything. And um, you know, so in a backdraft, that's that, that's oh, kind of I got a question. Get you. So in our in our career, they have big conferences where you go and you can see all the latest and greatest gadgets and technology oh. and stuff like that. Do they have stuff like that for firefighters? You get to go look, see new gear oh, yeah. and stuff like that. Because I always see fire departments overseas in Europe that have these crazy like futuristic spacesuits, and I'm like, how come our guys don't have cool yeah. looking stuff like that? <laughs> I always chopped it up to we're not. Uh, I can't say that word. Mm. We're not scared. <laughs> we're not cats. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. They have they have something called uh, FDIC, and it's a huge venue. They have classes. They have all kinds of stuff. They have you know some of the top leaders, the top instructors teaching there. Um, it's usually in Indianapolis, Indiana, okay. and it's a it's like a week. Maybe maybe it's two weekends in a week, or yeah. So I don't know. I mean, you know, it's at least a week long, and. Um, uh, it's pretty amazing, man. They have everything. They have apparatus up and uh, showing off all the new stuff. Um, and, you know, the reason why we don't have, like, the futuristic-looking gear is, uh, you know, firefighters over here are very rooted in tradition and, yeah. you know, what their fathers did and what their fathers did. And, oh, yeah. you know, we have those helmets. Um, <laughs> and I... I 
there's just no getting away from them. I don't think. <laughs> yeah. uh, and actually the Euro helmets are making, I think somewhat of a showing here now. Yeah. Um, I know some, some companies that they're starting to make more of them for us and stuff. And, um, and they are, they're, they're gaining a little popularity, but it's just not the same. You, you, know, you got uh, enough old timers still around. They're like, nah, not here. Yeah. If I was a firefighter, yeah, it, I'm going in just like the dude in the movies. I'm not wearing anything <laughs> on my face. I got a little air tank for the little girl. I'm going to rescue under the bed and I'm wearing my firefighter hat and that's it. Or your, your cat, your it, lid, man. your lid. And that's, and that's it. So when such a badass. I, I got to be man. It's the you know it's the thing. It's the tattoos. Well, the um. So my question. <laughs> so in that moment, how fast is? And we're gonna go real dark, real quick. How fast is death? Like when it's super hot, um, like those flashovers you were talking about. Is it like instantly yeah. you're dead, or like you're gonna burn for a little while? I have no man. I don't know. I to be wondered. honest with you, it's probably pretty damn fast. I, I figured it would be. I don't think you'd feel it would anything. Depend on, it would depend. It, I'd say it would depend on your mask and how it held up. But I think I really think it's like it's it's only like a couple seconds that you're able to survive that. And there's people, then people to survive it, but um, you know they're usually pretty beat up afterwards. And um, you know, but if your mask fails, I mean, you get those you know hot gases and stuff in your lungs. I mean, you're it'll burn your lungs, your toast. I mean. But I, I don't know, I don't know all that stuff, man. Just figure your uh, nerves would be fried because it's you know when people touch something that's hot, the reason they get burned is because it takes a couple seconds for you to realize it's hot. So if it's truly killing you in like three seconds, I don't think you'd feel it. Just my thought. Maybe not. I don't know. But you know, and um, and that's kind of that's part of the whole training process is to be able to recognize those things before they happen. And, yeah. You know, to not get yourself in that situation. Um, but things always happen, man. And, um, you know, like back in the day when they used like heavy construct, like heavy timber construction and they used like Oak, um, you know, floor joists and, uh, you know, they, they used whatever they had, but everything was made of wood, cotton, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm, so yeah. when it burned, it burned slow and, uh, and so you were able to, you know, somewhat control it before it got out of control. Well, now we have foams, we have plastics. Um, and, you know, all that's fine and dandy on a regular basis, but it just doesn't burn. I mean, or, I mean it burns. It burns too damn good. Yeah. Um, you know, it's all oil-based, you yeah. know, stuff. And um, so it's putting more harmful stuff in the air for us. And, um and you know, like um, the they've noticed that the flashover times, when a fire actually does flash over, we're talking like minutes when from when it actually from the inception of the fire. So, um, you know, where before it could be like a half hour, forty five minutes to an average flashover. Um, so when those conditions arise, you don't have long. You know, you got to do something. You know. Mm-hmm. So they're real consistent on teaching you how to be able to recognize those things by reading the smoke or reading the conditions in the rooms and outside also. Um, But with these plastics and foams that everything is made of now, um, 
it has brought up a lot of issues with um, cancer and firefighters. Yeah. And so that's been a huge thing. There's a lot of companies doing a lot to, uh, you know, to help uh, get those bad chemicals and those that bad, you know, stuff off of you after a fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, a lot of things. good companies, man. A lot of good people doing doing good things and just trying to teach more about it. Because, you know, back in the day, the dirtier your helmet was, the yeah. more of a badass you were, you know. Yeah, but that like was old, just old regular carbon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And now you're breathing in yeah. like NHH2O super killer disease. I bet that's something <laughs> a lot of people haven't thought about is all the chemicals that come out of fires now that didn't come out of fires back in the day. But a lot of people oh, don't yeah. even realize that. Yeah, it's uh, it's a big thing now. and You know, they're doing a lot more with uh, like on-scene decontamination mm. stuff and um, it's just kind of a, it's a necessity anymore. You know, you almost have to do it. Um, you know, nobody wants to be in that, you know, position later on. So, you know, you try to do what you can. Yeah. Yep. All right. Let's get into this pours. Did I number them one, two, three, four? Yes, sir. Man, I'm so smart when I'm drunk. All right. Yeah. I mean, the drug Meaning, is all right. Did, how did I label? Did I just write it on there? Oh, man. No, this is legit. I went all out. Oh, shit. I gave you the real labels, dude. I mean, like, totally legit. I can see myself stumbling up the stairway, going to my computer to print those out. (laughs) These are like, I like these. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Pour number one and maybe pour number two. And we'll do, um, actually, just start with number one. And I'm not going to tell Gus what they are. Let me pour me and Gus. All right, Gus. You don't want to pour number two yet? Hey, could you not pour that directly over the mixer? Oh, sure. My Thanks. bad. Jeez. I wasn't even looking. You know I wasn't looking. You don't have to pour the whole thing, or you can. It doesn't matter. No. I got, That's good. Maybe I still got this other drink. What am I doing? All right. Hmm. So number one. Ooh. I'm going to tell you what they are at the end. So we got four to do. Gus will probably know one of them. I don't think he'll know the other three. He definitely doesn't know this one because I've never given him this one. And I actually haven't had this in, this has been sitting, I drank half of this and then got other stuff. I liked it when I opened it, but I haven't had this in probably three or four months. This is interesting. And these are all Kentucky bourbons. I'm not, nah, let me fact check that. Three of them are for sure Kentucky <laughs> bourbons. One's, yeah, I want it doesn't matter. <laughs> Let me see. What do you smell? Smell anything good? And you, again, you know we don't care about it. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I lied. Two are Kentucky. And actually, I'm not even going to say it. Don't worry about it. You They're all on. whiskey. Okay. <laughs> That's all that matters. Interesting. What do you think? It doesn't taste like I remember it tasting, but. Man. Ooh. That's up there in proof. That's in the yeah, the one yeah. twenties probably. Yeah, she's up there. Yeah, um, it's yep. smooth though, man. It's not bad. It gives you um, and I, I hate to describe it this way, but you know, whiskey and whitetails, we describe things the worst way possible. You know, when you're puking and you get that slight throat burn when you're puking, 
it has that throat burn. It doesn't have the puke involved. Wow. It has that, oh. that puke throat burn. Like heartburn. Like when yeah, you get yeah, heartburn. Yeah. But then it goes away, you know. It doesn't actually I, cause heartburn. I feel like I might have a different one than you all. It's possible that I numbered this <laughs> wrong. Because, <laughs> I mean, this is like super smooth, man. I don't... Maybe what I was drinking before was a little... Well, I guess it was. Some of that Baker's was. Well, we'll find um, out when the, we open the envelope. It's very possible you know, that I screwed these up. You know what I feel? You know what I taste? What I tasted like just first right off the bat? And it's ridiculous, and you're probably going to make fun of me, but it's like sweet tea, man. Oh, I know which one you're drinking. It's not the same one. No. <laughs> oh. I screwed up. <laughs> the, so we have the same four. They're well, just in the wrong order. That's all right. That's all right. Adapt and overcome. Well, um, can you right, open well, you the envelope? The one. Can you open the envelope without cheating and show it to me on the camera? I don't even know where the hell my envelope is, man. Tight. I thought you were going to tell me what they were. Tight. <laughs> well, I can go get it. This but tasting you organized is going really well, Matt. Yeah, run and get. <laughs> like, run and, can you run and grab it? Just so I, I sure can. Because I want to make sure this is done right. We'll just pause real quick and then welcome <laughs> back. All right. Okay. All right. Sorry. All right. I'm very Envelope's gone. <laughs> Welcome back. Yes. <laughs> yes. The envelope's gone? It's gone. All right. Well, we'll just do all of them, and I think I can probably tell what they are. <laughs> well, you just, just go to the sweet tea one. and What I'll do is I'll pull up that picture again and see if I wrote it down wrong. I'll do that while we... Uh, Dang, it. man. I'm sorry. I totally it's failed. Good, the, man. I failed. Totally I, should, I failed normally write these down. I didn't write it down. It's um, it's you gave good. me the only copy, and I lose it. So <laughs> there we go. I feel like I, I had here. To we are written it down somewhere, but I'll find it. Um, I'll let you and Gus banter while I banter, banter, like witty banter. Yeah, however you want to banter. I had something. This, go ahead. My sample one is awesome, though. I I gotta admit, it's uh, it's different. Oh, I just found it. Yes. I just found it. All right, we're good. You so we are drinking the same thing. You just taste it different, I guess. Which is fine. Sounds good. Actually, I have the bottles laid out in front of it, so I definitely have it right. I think I have three and four mixed up. Nope, I have it exactly right. Good man. Nope, good I got man. it right. So we're just tasting it different. That's interesting. As they say. Yeah, taste is subjective. That's right. That's what they say. That makes us even more fun. But my palate is not like refined as your girls. So, well, no, you but know. you drink high proof, and I think that this may not be as high proof as what you're used to. Because for me, like high proof, what's high proof to you? Like if you were, just, if you were like, this is the highest proof I can tolerate. Oh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Everclear. I mean, I think the highest proof I've ever had was like, I mean, as far as bourbon goes, is maybe one forty four. Okay, so yeah, this is one forty six, something like that. But I mean, it's not so, that's not something I drink. Yo, taste it again and think yeah. sweet tea. Because now that I have it in my head, do you get it? Well, I get it on the nose now, yeah. especially now that I have that in my yeah. head, I can taste it. <laughs> yeah, y'all are just saying that to make me feel better. No, I for real taste spicy <laughs> sweet tea. That's what, what gives it that flavor, though. I don't think I've ever assigned um, any flavor profile to this to this bourbon or to this uh, whiskey. I don't know. I don't know what made me think of that, but that's just no. Yeah, this is spicy sweet it just tea. Hit me exactly. I didn't taste that before, but now I do. Well, I'm glad that we're drinking the same thing. What do you think about it me too. on a scale of one to ten? 
versus nothing you've paced, placed it against yet? Man, scale of one to ten. It's definitely different than what I've I'm used to. Um I don't know, man. Maybe a seven. That's a good number. I I drink it pretty I I drink this. Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad. And that, yeah. that was the point of these, is I was sending you things that I, I like that I thought you would like. Yeah. No, it's good, man. And they're all different. They're all different flavors of what I like. Well let's move on to number two. Yeah. God, man. So you're gonna make me wait till the end of before we Yes. <laughs> Son of a because no. I want to know which one you like the best. Because I know which one you're going to like okay. the best. Yeah, I've been subjected oh, to this do. multiple times. I've predicted. I predicted which one you like the best. Uh, Pete's on, then. Do you have it written down somewhere? No, but I'll write it down as we pour the second one. Yeah, go ahead and write it down. Is yours out? Is everybody's out? No. Oh. Well, let's just enjoy this. Yeah, uh, while we do that, I actually have, I have, <laughs> I have questions. It's out now. All right, here's the uh, here's the question. For this for this drink, and I know the answer. I just want to ask you it anyway. Um, does Angel's Envy <laughs> try it again? Does Angel's Envy actually capture the Angel Share and bottle it? <laughs> I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say hell no. <laughs> Someone asked me that once. No. Yeah, they did. They did. Someone asked me that oh. once. That's the reason I wrote oh, it Oh, they did? Yeah, that's a real question. That's a real question from a bourbon tasting. Does oh. Angel's Envy actually capture the Angel's share? You should have just, you should have just kind of smiled and, go and said, yes. What I said was <laughs> their distillery actually wraps the barrels in plastic so that the Angel's share doesn't go out into the atmosphere because they're cutting down the mold that it causes. And so there's a funnel at the bottom, and it catches, captures the Angel's share, and, the, and that is how they bottle it. And they were like, that's what I figured. And I was like, I'm just kidding. No, that's true. <laughs> Absolutely not. Of course not. The barrel wouldn't even flex and breathe if it doesn't have air to breathe. So, you know, no. that's You know what, though, man? You laugh about that kind of stuff. But, like, everything that could be done to save the, the alcohol loss, it has been done. I'm sure it has. been I mean, tried. Well, it's just yeah, money leaking. I'm sure when an, oper- right, an operations manager looks at that, they just see dollar, just dollar signs just floating you, away. Do you know the number? Yeah. I always forget it. It's a lot. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, it's like a lot. I'm it's terrible like, with numbers. It's like, uh, terrible a, with numbers. A, it's like 8% per year or something like that. I mean, yeah, it's a lot. Something like that. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, and when I was in the, the single barrel um, program, we, we'd have some barrels, you know, and they tried to get, the older barrels were always more sought after, you know, everybody was one of the 14, 15 year old barrels that they were selling. And, um, but the yield wasn't there because, you know, you lost so much alcohol per year and, um, all right, I'm gonna pour a second one. Yeah. Pour a second. And, um, you know, it was, it was crazy to even, uh, crazy, even, even bottom. Some of them, I mean, you get like maybe six cases, you know, like 36, bottles um hell you just never knew 36 bottles out of a barrel holy cow that's that's yeah a lot at all wow no no but usually and i'm sure i'm sure it's common knowledge but usually the longer it sits in the higher the proof is also yeah um you you lose a lot more water in the barrel than you know and um so i mean you know it might be a a short uh, low barrel is what we call them i guess but um 
you know, it might be a low barrel, but you still get a decent amount somewhat huh. once you add water to it. Slowly add water to it. All right, next one. Right. Yeah, let's look at the Amber Golden. Oh, and by the way, just a heads up to everybody. These are all high proof except one. Okay. So we're going to be feeling right once like the last half. If, you, if you're <laughs> if you're hanging on, you're debating on, on listening, like we'll get through this, and then the last half of this conversation is going to be, as long as we can go, it's going to be a good conversation. <laughs> Slurred speeches and. So to me, this smells like bourbon. <laughs> I got to go in the very, shop and make some stuff after this. Very no, just kidding. I don't think so. I think we're done. We, we've, we've showered, dude. We've been we're so working busy while drunk. Yeah. Dude, Father's Day killed us, man. We're I've been I'm actually at Gus's house. I'm staying the night here. We uh, I came here right after work, and we've been pumping out products for this weekend because we start at the uh, Charleston Night Market this weekend, um, six thirty to ten thirty yeah. Friday Saturday night. So this is the second night this week I've been here where we've been doing podcasts to kind of create our inventory for, we have a busy August and September where we'll be traveling a lot. So it's like this episode won't come out till August or September, but it's, uh, but yeah. What do you smell? Anything good? Just smells like bourbon to me. Well, I'm not getting anything fun. There are three, there are two, two bourbons that specifically come to mind. Well, we don't have to name them. Just, well, I'm just telling you, it's just just yeah. how sweet it smells. I'm curious now. Give it a taste. This one is way tamer right. than the first one. Way more tame. Tamer. To me, this is very delicious. I this I, I actually taste caramel, caramel. I taste it in this one. Do you taste that? I do. Yeah, it's all yeah. So what do you rank this one first versus second? I think I still like the first one better. Do you? I think I like this one a little better. I'm not sure why. But it is. uh, I think it's a little more complex than the first one, though. I do like the. I do like it. I like the finish on this one a lot better. (laughs) Yeah. I will give you hint, uh, small hints on. Well, they're not even hints because I'm not asking you to guess who they are. I just want to see what you like. But this one, I own several bottles of this one. The first one, I only own one bottle because of price. Uh-huh. So the first mm-hmm. one is more expensive, not necessarily the ex- that cost equals taste. Whoa, too close. Um, so the question for this one is: Jim Bean launched an orange flavored whiskey. <laughs> Um, are you going to buy it and enjoy it, or are you going to pass on it? You're going to put me on the spot with a bean product, aren't you? Well, it's Jim Beam Orange. I don't know that we could even call it whiskey, but technically, I guess it is. They said the, the pleasing aroma whiskey. I mean, yeah, you can um, call it whiskey. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I'm gonna pass on it. Okay, um, but uh, usually when they bring out a new product, whatever it might be, uh, a lot of times. Um, Somebody will come down to our break room and, you know, pour like little drinks of, you know, whatever it may be. So I did get to try it early on and, or, you know, when they first ran them or whatever. And um, it tasted like oranges. Yeah. So 
That's kind of what this says. I don't want to. <laughs> it says I don't want to like, you know, spoil it for anybody. But it says you know, this Jim Beam beans. orange tastes like orange. That's what it says. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> Drop the mic. They nailed it. That's not what it says. It says the pleasing aroma. Think juicy orange, fresh citrus, citrus zest, and vanilla plus oak is primed to ring in all summer long. That's what it well, actually says. That's fancy. That's, that's marketing. Fancier than that other one. Yeah, that's marketing. You know, I I'm not I'm not big on uh, the the flavored whiskeys, but I can imagine that mixed with uh, like a sprite. You know, yeah, I think that'd be. Yeah, I think that was I the recipe on here on the beach or on a boat. It was. It's very very sweet. Yeah, you know? I bet. But you know, and I don't know if we talked about this before or not, but when they're running those flavored whiskeys, like on the bottling lines or in processing where they mix them up and, yeah. you know, work their magic. Um, when you're, when you're dealing with like Jim Beam maple or Knob Creek smoke maple, I mean, it, it smells like freaking pancakes. I bet it does. Oh, I bet. It is so good, man. I get so hungry in the morning because, <laughs> you know, when you're in there and it's like, everything smells like syrup, you know, it's like, gosh, I, it's well, let me ask you whenever, whenever they do those runs, are are they choosing? How are they choosing the the barrels and the the juice to use? Is it barrels that didn't stand well on their own, so they're choosing to mix it with something? Or I, I'm going to say that's above my pay grade. Oh, okay, all right, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I, I don't just, know. I would say, um, I would say they would be younger barrels. Yeah. Like, okay. Uh, that makes I, sense. I really, I have no idea. Honestly, I have no idea. I would. They I have a. It's probably like chocolate milk. Like everybody likes milk, but chocolate, like there's a purity clarity level for milk. Milk's got to be white, milky and creamy. So all the milk that has like blood and pus in it, they turn into chocolate milk. Oh, great. Because no one's going to buy oh, it. So I, so I always assume. You just totally ruined chocolate milk. For I mean, I haven't tried. If you make it yourself out of white milk, you're good. But if you buy <laughs> chocolate milk in a store, it's, it's because the color clarity didn't pass for a regular milk. But I would assume that whiskey flavored whiskey is the same. It's like no one's gonna drink this nasty shit. Let's put oranges in it. And <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I do know like the clarity and turbidity is like. I mean, it, it's amazing how much they test this alcohol before it goes out. It's it's unreal, man. It really is. The lab, they they are top notch, man. It's it's unreal. Yeah, we. I've watched some documentaries and seen some of the labs different distilleries have just for monitoring and testing, you know, their product throughout time. It's, I mean, some of these labs oh, yeah. rival, you know, big pharmaceutical laboratories. It's pretty wild. Yeah, it's nuts, man. And, you know, and when they're, I mean, just to even proof like the, like the orange or like the red stag, you know, uh, black cherry and all that, just to be able to proof that, um, is like a pretty big deal. I mean, yeah. they have to, they have to distill it down and take the distillate and then proof that. So, you know, that's a, that's a whole process just to even get a proof on that stuff. So, yeah. you know, it's pretty interesting, man. It's hard to do. And that's one thing about when, like, I don't know if you, if you frequent liquor stores as much as we do, but like the, it's the, the hardest part about hopping between liquor store and liquor store is not the fact that you walk in and everybody's nice and then you feel bad that you didn't buy anything because they, all they have is the shit you already own. But it's the, it's, it's the people, <laughs> 10 people will come in 
while you're in there and be like, let me get a pint of, you know, crown apple or whatever. It's like all the guys buying the, the it's, you know, it's 10 o'clock in the morning. These guys are buying a pint so they can make it through the day. And all they drink is that sugary shit. And I watch people come by and they'll go to the bourbon aisle and they'll pick up like red stag, for instance, because I used to love red stag, but they come by and pick it oh, up. Really? And I'd be like, man, I wish I could drink red stag, but I can't. If somebody <laughs> caught me drinking red stag, this company would fold. Like it just wouldn't happen. <laughs> But I always liked it. I always thought it was really good. Only for you. You're the whiskey guy. Yeah, you can drink whatever you want. If I get caught poaching or something. <laughs> yeah, you then. get caught killing a, a four point. You're you're done too. <laughs> I'm the director of hunting. I don't have time to hunt myself, so yeah, I just, right. I just don't. No. Yeah. Well, this is this is good. I yeah. Drink. Any final thoughts on this one? You poured a lot more than. There you go. There you go, my man. Put that back. You got to work tomorrow. You know it. My man. Yeah. What time are you going in? Same as us? It's good, man. Um, I got to be in at 6.30. All right. What time are y'all going in? That's late. That's late. <laughs> I, I took off tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, Gus took off. So they, they actually, they uh, <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but um, since 1983, we haven't had a federal holiday added to the federal holidays, but they just added Juneteenth um, as a federal holiday today. Today? today yep and for those that so today's june 17th this episode probably is going to come out in august but um yeah so i work <laughs> it's for the news federal, today yeah news. so i work for the federal government <laughs> and i was like tight i got tomorrow off so i'm in a group oh. a group chat with my uh co-workers and i don't i got to go to work so i will be at work tomorrow all right we'll I know, that's kind of what i was hoping i'm like man you know when's jim beam gonna pick up on this you know and are they open yet What's that? Oh, like the, the visitor tourists, experience yeah. and stuff? Or? No. no, 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 no. They're not going to do it anytime soon. Um, I heard it changes every day, but I heard that there's supposed to be a soft opening Labor Day weekend. If if that's really? legit, I'm, I don't know. I mean, and it changes constantly. They're they're just they they're under so much construction. It's uh oh yeah because they're unreal. building the new um. Um, the new craft distillery or whatever behind. Yeah. The, uh, Fred, no distillery. It is going to be the no. What was the last yep. one? Was that bookers? The what? The last craft. The, Cause it, it wasn't really named. Oh, it wasn't. Okay. Body. So now they're doing the Fred. No one. Is that yeah, going to be the yep. new visitor center? That's just going to be the distillery. Okay. It's going to be what they consider craft distillery, but, I think they're planning on producing like a million proof gallons a year. Wow. Out of there, which is still bigger than most craft distillers. Yeah, but it's that's large for craft. Jeez. Honestly, yeah, honestly, it's small for. What is the, your little gift shop? What do they do per year? Cause I love that, that model. It's like you pay, you come here, you make our whiskey, you get the fuck out, and on the way out, buy what you just made. I love that. <laughs> that's like the best business model ever. <laughs> For anyone that's never been to the Jim Bean Distillery, that's when you go in there, they let you dump the grain and, and boil the mash and make the beer and, and distill and bottle. They let you do all the things. So uh, you have been on tour before. No, I wish I could say that. I knew you, that YouTube tours. Experience. YouTube tours, yeah. We did a lot of YouTube tours. Um Right, uh, we did a lot of Jim Beam YouTube tours before the last time we talked. I got to you. you. We're hoping to change Man. that this year. So yeah, we're going to be in Kentucky all of September, pretty much. Good. We'll be outside well, we'll of Lexington. Go to some distilleries. Yeah, for sure. We'll be outside yeah. of Lexington, but oh, that's a good spot too. Yeah. Well. Man, to be honest with you, I love. I mean, 
I was a part of the gym beam. So like, um, when people came in on tours and stuff, um, that would be the crap distillery. They had the, the knob Creek dump porches. And, um, of course where you could fill your own knob Creek single barrel bottle. But, um, then that department for five years, four years, maybe four years. Um, but I love that job, man. But it was like everything. We, we did the craft distillery. Um, we dumped the Knob Creek single barrels. We um, uh, processed the barrels, you know, cut them down to like bottling proof. And nice. then we, uh, of course, bottled them for the tourists. And that was a great job, man. It was a great job. I so really enjoyed it. This next part. But, and, and, but our, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm in no rush. Our, no, our, our tour was the best in my eyes, I guess. But I, you know, I was a part of it too. But it was the um, best because you were there. I, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my claim to fame. I know but, you'll be the best um, tour guide I'll ever have at Jim Beam. Well, I don't know about that. I bet we, you would. I need a button that goes. And, you Aww. know. <laughs> <laughs> Are we having a moment, Matt? Yes. <laughs> yes. Hold on. There's a button for a moment. There's a... Uh, oh. oh, the sound's down. Oh. oh. There we go. <laughs> Applause. <laughs> All right. What do you smell on this? You should smell not bourbon. Not bourbon. I do get bourbon notes, but I also get like uh, floral. It should be really sweet smelling. That's yeah, it. like molasses sweet. Man, I think I'm shot today, dude. Everything smells sweet to me here. No, well, I mean, it's possible. We'll give it a taste and see if it's if it tastes. This will be the true thing. Right. If you taste this and let me know what you taste, and then I'll be like, "All right, we're definitely drinking the same thing," because this is unmistakable. That's a great. Freeze. Oh, no, we're lagging. Yeah. You froze with like a duck face. <laughs> Long pause. Looks very serious right now. There oh. it is. Uh, now we're back. Oh, are we back? Yeah, All we're right. back. So did you taste oh, it man, yet? That's, that's totally my internet, too. I guarantee it. Some- I, I didn't taste it. I was going to wait till we came back. It's them kids. Them kids playing them video games. Gosh, man. do you live like in a neighborhood, or are you are you in like a a subdivision? In a neighborhood, yeah. yeah. So it's like the time of night where everybody. This is like prime time for all. Yep. I think we had this problem last time. We too. sure did. Yeah. We did. Gosh, man, it's all good. All right, have y'all tried it yet? Nope. That tastes sweet. Oh, man. It's really sweet. Yeah. Low proof, high proof? What are you feeling? It's good, though. Low proof. It it feels like low proof to me, but all of them kind of seem low to me, honestly. So I'll, I'll key in on a fact. I'd say this, it was lower than the other two. This is definitely lower than the rest. So I'll give you that much. I figured that it would. That's okay. why I didn't want right. to say it, you know, and, and give it away, but... Your mouths are correct. This is a low proof. The reason I picked this one is not because of proof, but because of taste. 
So it is overly sweet, but this is something you start with, in my opinion. If I'm if I'm like, all right, tonight's a bourbon only night. Tonight's a whiskey only night. This is something. This is one of my go tos to start with. And then with people that don't like whiskey, this is one gotcha, of my go tos to give it to them. That's the reason I threw it in there because it's. I just I just like it. I think it's very sweet, and I think it's a lot of people would like it that don't like bourbon because most you know. And to somebody that doesn't drink bourbon, this is probably it's a good starter. Pretty heavy, but you throw them into something that's heavy, and and you'll lose them forever. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> but like for me this is good i can sit down and drink this all night yeah it, it is good good so the question for this one glass. is kentucky bourbon better than tennessee whiskey oh, God. do i have to answer this you do yeah it's the it's the if you read the uh nda we sent you it's uh <laughs> Oh, was that in the in the envelope? I happened to misplace. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. As long as, as well as, well, if I didn't see it, then it never happened. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. I, I mean, dude, I'm I'm biased. I'm going to say Kentucky. Kentucky's better all the time, but I've been here my whole life, so so I expect hard you to, to, say to that. I would dis- disappointed if you didn't. I don't say hope that. so. So it was a trick question. Yeah, I knew that. I knew the answer already. I just, I just, uh, yeah, I would expect you to say that as a Kentuckian. That's that's your uh, blood born duty. I do have a, some Tennessee whiskey down here, though. Do you? Quite a bit, actually. I've got a few bottles. I don't mind it. There's certain Tennessee whiskeys I like. Um, yeah. Want we'll knock out this fourth one? I've. Sure. <clears throat> you good? I'm ready, man. Yeah. All right. Do this other glass here. Let's see. Thanks. You're welcome. I'm intrigued, man. I want to know what these puppies are. Yeah, I'm going to tell you. Don't. Uh, you know, it'd be really good is if I just was like, oh, all good, right, man. bye, and I'll hung like- up on you. <laughs> And for the rest of your life, you'll Probably never know what they envelope. are. You'll never know what they are. Shouldn't have lost an envelope. Yeah. <laughs> so this one, we're back to high proof again with this one. Okay, here. Yeah. All right, I got you. This is the highest. I got, I got my nose a little far in there. <laughs> this is the highest of the proofs. <laughs> yeah. The highest of the highest. All right. Yeah, you can definitely tell. Yep. But I want you to spend time smelling this one for many reasons. Um, this one will taste familiar to anyone that's had a lot of... Uh, I don't want to give it away. <laughs> I don't want to taint anyone's um, nostrils or mouth. Or do I want to taint your mouth? Easy. <laughs> this is not that kind of podcast, Matt. <laughs> All right. Oh, I got to say something before we go into this. <laughs> okay. I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I got to tell you, when I when I listen to a lot of the Whiskey Bourbon podcasts, when I listen, I'm not going to say any names because I'm glad you're all doing your thing. But when I listen to them all, most of them have, like, I got to crank the volume of my truck all the way up just so I can hear what the hell they're saying 
Yeah. But like I'll switch from theirs. For instance, I re-listened to the one we did with you last time and I go from another bourbon podcast or whiskey podcast and I turn on ours and I got to turn the volume down. It's like, Jesus, our production value is very high. You can hear our shit at medium volume driving down the road. That's good. And I think that we have better conversation because it feels like a lot of these people are very forced and they're like, you can only talk about cherry and vanilla and, and you know, and that yeah. I just don't feel like it's very open. I feel like it's, they're pretty boring. They don't, and, and it may just be me being biased, but like in honesty, I'm not very impressed with very, I mean, sometimes they have good episodes, but the majority of the time it's pretty boring. I'm about to start a <laughs> podcast war with local. What well, the thing is though, like, <laughs> it's it's interesting to uh, listen to people talk uh, about whiskey that way, but that's not that's not how I want to drink whiskey. No, I want to do this. I want to bullshit and talk about it. I'm like, oh, you know that? Yeah, yep. it smells like this. You know, it smells like Christmas. That smells like you know campfire. That smells uh, sure. I can pick out some notes. I want to do blinds and ask stupid questions. That's what I want to do. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want. I don't want. <laughs> this is way more fun than You're doing a hell of a job, man. This is a job. <laughs> I think it's more fun. I mean, that's why you came back, right? Like, if, if you didn't have fun, you wouldn't have come back, right? That's right, man. All right, so this one, smelling. That's right. Now we can taste. I allow you right. to taste. All right. What do we got here? This one's very different. There's wow. nothing else in there that tastes like this. This is very different. It is different. And this was my, um, when I was looking at stuff to send you, this one was my, my reach. Because I... Thoroughly enjoy this one. However, yeah, I don't want to. I mean, you know, I it's like not them a bourbon, all. though, is it? No, I'll give you that. It's not a bourbon. Hell, <laughs> depends on who you ask. I mean, I guess by law, it's not a bourbon. Hmm. I'm intrigued, man. I want to know. Oh, I'm going to tell you, but first you're going to rate them all. <laughs> okay. I may have to try them all again. You can. Then what are we going to do? I mean, you can. <laughs> Did you pour it all? Did you drink no, all? No, no, no. Oh, I was going to say, that's a lot. Mm. No, 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 no. I was going to say, we've been splitting no, bottles. I would we be have a little bit right left now. in all of them. <laughs> I have, yeah, I have half or if not a little more than half on each of them. So what do you think was the best so far? The best? I think, I honestly think I like number two the best. Interesting. I think uh, one was good, but it had, uh, it was, uh, I think two was a little more complex. Um, and this is really good too. It it's different, you know. And and I drink so much. I've I've had so much Jim Beam over the years. I guess it's just I don't know. Different is different, you know. Yeah. Uh, for me, but how about you guys? One through four. I'm going to go with two, three. One four, two. That God dang, that's exactly what I was going to say. That's what you're going to say as well. Yeah, yeah, and that's only I, because and and Matt can tell I you. I wish this. I would have just said it now. Now it just seemed like a <laughs> no, no, it's you. fine. So I I kind of <laughs> gathered that from what you were saying. Um, 
uh, like the the ones that are the higher proof <clears throat> are, are I'm not I'm not drawn to those like I I like the the like 90 to 110 range so these some of these ones that I, th- I think they're a little higher they just they I just don't get as much out of them for whatever reason the way my palate works so it's they end up being lower on my my rating if you will Gotcha. What this last one? What's the proof? Is it like 120 or so? It's got to be up there. All right. So what I'm, I'm going to do? 120. I don't know. Is I'm going to say the entire time we've been talking, I've been lying and agreeing with y'all just so we can truly skew the evidence. Okay. So <laughs> the majority of what I said was a lie. So two, three, one, four. I want to know why three is number two. two that's that's my because I understand why two is number one. I get that. I want to know why three is number two. I'm gonna have to try it again. It was the sweet one. Let's try it again. Yeah, try it again. I felt it wasn't so much that it was sweet. Oh yeah, it wasn't so much for me that it was sweet. It was that I got a all of them were. I got a larger profile of flavors. Yeah, and the finish that's kind of for me too. Yeah, the finish was much more pleasant. It didn't. It didn't linger and burn. It didn't. Uh, it didn't finish. Um, aggressively or, or very long. It was just. It was nice to drink. So I'm going to guess that you guys picked number two as number one because it reminds you of what a bourbon should be, right? Number two is it's a bourbon. It's strong. It finishes strong. It's like that's a manly bourbon. That's the, that's, is that what you're saying? Sure. Okay. Okay. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> so for you, Chief, or Kevin, we're not in the fire department. For you, Kevin. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Bust it out. There you so, so for you, Kevin, why was number three number two? Now that you've tasted it again. It was the as far as uh just the flavors. It had more flavors and uh it just seemed thicker, I guess, if that makes any damn sense. So I um, think number three is very interesting because it's that's the one I was telling you that that's what I I enjoy it and I like giving it to people. All right, so drum roll. Number two, which is what you both picked as number one, was Elijah Craig Barrel Proof A121 coming in and had 123 proof. That was your number one. Really? Which is, that's the one I told you I have several bottles of. I enjoy it a lot. I have a bunch of it. Funny considering two two minutes ago I said that I prefer whiskeys in the 90 to 110 proof range. This was way over. Um, number three is the Bellmead Madeira cask, which is a Tennessee whiskey. Interesting. Um, aged in Madeira. It's pretty good. Number three was Woodford Reserve, very fine rare, which is 90 proof. But I'm going to go ahead and drop you a, a click clack here. When I poured Gus and I's, I did not realize that I picked the very fine rare and I put the batch proof in there. So him and I were drinking batch proof. You were drinking very fine rare. Uh, okay. So there was the disconnect there. So uh, okay, we actually tasted those differently, but it's interesting that you both gotcha. picked them in the same order. Interesting, because they were two different, but they're both both for reserve. So I sent you very fine rare, which is okay. not cheap. It's I wanted you to try it. I think that's why I sent it to you. And then number four. That I'm very disappointed you both picked as last because <laughs> I've done a lot of research on this bottle and there has been people that are um, 
stag fanatics, but they can't get it. And so the next closest thing to them as far as taste profile, proof, etc., is this bottle. And I think this bottle tastes like stag. Stag. Okay. Coming in at 130.5 proof, it is Jack Daniels oh, single barrel, barrel proof whiskey. Tennessee whiskey. That was number uh, gotcha. four. Gotcha. Which I like it a lot. I, mean, I think I like it because it's 130 proof, which there's three different types of single barrel Jack Daniels, yeah. but the 130 is, is to me the best tasting. The thing is, is like you, you make us put these in order from one to four, but you know, if you gave me these same four next week, depending on what I've eaten and had to drink that day, you know, like <laughs> it could be a different order. And there's not a single one of these that are yeah. bad whiskeys. They're the all, rules they're are all, the rules, Gus. <laughs> they're all That's good, right. though. Yeah. That's true. It's, it's, that's why blinds are fun because you can do the same blind two weeks in a row and, it, and they would come out with different results. I just find this one interesting that you guys both picked pretty much the same order, which I think that I probably that's actually the I would have swapped two and four, but the rest of it I I, I agree. I think a one in this selection, I think a one twenty one was my least favorite. Was what my Which, least? Favorite. What was your ranking on it? He's like. It would have been four number one, four three one two, and I love a one twenty one. But you. I think in this wow, in this collection, I would have yeah. swapped this lineup. Yeah, that's actually the first time I've ever had uh, barrel proof Jack Daniels. Is it single barrel? Yeah, actually, it's the first time I've had any of these. I've never had any of these before. Oh. But and you know Exciting. what I I am a big Woodford fan too. I'm glad you threw that in there. That's good. Well, I think the the verifying rare is not a good um, representation of Woodford because it's very fine and rare. But <laughs> <laughs> like it, I don't know that it exactly tastes like anything else. But however, it is a lot sweeter because what you were drinking was ninety proof. What I poured him and I was batch proof, one hundred twenty three proof. That's why we had disconnects, but oh, okay. That's why I said my taste is like spicy sweet tea. So now I wonder if all Woodford has a sweet tea flavor to it. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't think I have any here, down here. It's all upstairs. I think. Yeah, I didn't bring any. Now put all of that now. against Baker Seven. Who wins? <laughs> Damn, I don't know, man. Oh, you know. I, I, I would have to say Baker 7 just because that's my go-to. <laughs> that's right. That's correct. That the was the correct spoken. answer. That was the correct answer. You did very good there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good Lord. <laughs> it's, it, it has to be fun or what's the point, you know? Jeez. Uh, <laughs> I didn't get to ask my uh, final question. My final question is, does, is the devil's cut, is Jim Bean's devil's cut, do they make that from shredding barrels and then pressing the juice out of it? Is that how they make devil's cut? No. Damn. <laughs> yeah, they don't squeeze the barrel. like wrong again. Yeah. They don't just wring it out like a rag. Yeah. Have y'all seen that commercial, though? No, but I would like to. I've, I've I've been asked that question a lot, honestly. Isn't that a crazy thing to ask? I mean, yeah. to us, I guess. Well, because the the um, 
the commercial has it like ringing out a barrel, like oh uh, yeah, full on. Oh, I have seen that commercial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I've been asked that numerous times. How do they phrase the question? <laughs> they're like, times. so how so how how strong is the guy that rings out the whiskey barrel? Is that what they? <laughs> is that what they ask? No, uh, you know, uh, so for the devil's cut, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Do they really ring the barrel out? Jeez. No. And there's no nice way of saying it either. It's like just like no. No, <laughs> there isn't. Because even if you want to be nice, you're like, you're the, how stupid are you? What was your that's right, man? You start asking those people what they do for a living. But but I will say that all the commercials, they have the Mila Kunis, you know, commercials and all that stuff when they started those. And Mila Kunis does have her own barrel at Jim Bean. Oh, that's that's actually real. Yep, that is real. Yep, they had filled that whenever I don't know. I guess whenever she was there, she's been there a couple times. Can you get me a bottle um, out of it? Uh, probably not. <laughs> probably have to talk to again one, above Eli. my pay grade. You'll have to talk to somebody, somewhat important, I would think. Well, according to Vine Pair. Dot com. People are calling for a Jim Beam boycott because of Mila Kunis. What does she do now? Actually, oh, yeah, that was that was years ago. That was 2017. A is couple of years ago. What did she do and piss yeah, people yeah. off in 2017? Uh, that was the, what she said. She was said something controversial sure. and like, yeah, and it was like phone call central after that, man. Everybody was all fired up for about a week and then. It just like that That's her doing day. the Kentucky Chew. You got the Kentucky Chew down. Oh. oh, yeah. You know that With song. Fred. I like the sound of a bourbon being poured. Oh, yeah. This is great entertainment, folks. <laughs> Solid entertainment. <laughs> Whatever. I like Ashton Kutcher better. Does Same. Ashton Kutcher have a barrel at uh, Jim Beam? <laughs> No, we should hook that up, though. You should. We need to figure that out. That'd be fun to do a prank and then, like, drop a barrel. No, don't do that. We actually, you know, we went, this is a great story. We went to uh, our barrel supplier, our drug guy, our barrel our barrel guy, to get more <laughs> whiskey barrels. And um, he, like, had a crazy morning. He was late getting there and stuff. And he's like, dude, I apologize. We had a delivery this morning, and the guy showed up in an eight, or there's a chick showed up in an 18-wheeler. Full of barrels straight from Kentucky. They drove from Kentucky to our barrel guy. And uh, they didn't secure them down right. And she opened the back of an 18-wheeler and three stacked high. The third barrel fell out and landed on her face. He was like, I thought it killed her. There was blood everywhere and it smashed her face. She ended up living. Yeah, she she survived. That is gnarly. You know how much those things weigh. Could you imagine the bottom floor of an 18-wheeler and then three... stacked high barrels that top barrel falls and hits you in the face <laughs> that is a bad day because yeah, uh, when you stand at the an average person stands at the back of an 18 wheeler like your head your eyes are yeah, level with fun. the floor yeah and it like, yeah and it, and freshly dumped they're close to 150 pounds freshly dumped like they're heavy yeah, yeah. that's one thing about delivering uh, these whiskey barrels yeah and Get you in shape? No, people don't realize how big they are. 
Like yeah. we deliver them, and they're like, "Holy yeah. shit, that's way they're taller heavy, than man. I thought." I was like, "Yeah, it's not going to fit in your kitchen, Karen." You know. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, man. Uh, and you know, it's real interesting how everything is involved when or evolved, I guess. But the technology and everything. When I first started at Jim Beam, like back forever ago. Uh, during the Civil War. Know, I think we talked about it before. Yeah. <laughs> I think we talked about it before where, like, you know, when you got hired, you did every job. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And if you couldn't do a job, like, you were out. I mean, it was as simple as that. If you couldn't do one of the anything. Oh, like, really? I didn't know that. You were out, man. If you didn't make it to the next yeah, step, you were that's gone. That's why they, yeah, they put you through that test, you know, and huh. you had to do everything. And if you weren't, Showing any promise, man, you were gone. Wow. I mean, unceremoniously kicked out. And, but anyway, so I spent months in the, um, uh, the regage porch. Uh, we call it regage porch where you're dumping barrels and the barrels come down. And, uh, you know, and I was, of course, brand new. So I stayed in the barrel truck, like, which is the barrel trucks you all get. And, um, you throw the first layer down. Uh, you stand them up on the barrel heads. Yeah. That's uh, what we call them, I guess. But that's what they um, And then you go up, you stand on top of those barrels, and yep. then you throw two more layers up. And so I spent months doing that, just picking up barrels all day and throwing them up on those, you know. That's a young man's job. Uh, up on those, the three. Oh, yeah. You know, back then, you know. It it was it was tough, but you got to do what you got to do. Yep, you get the job done, you know. Yep. But uh, of course, shortly after that, they got a robot, and you know, <laughs> so that, and there was, yeah, and there was two people doing it too. I wasn't alone in the barrel truck. There was two of us, and oh. we, you lift them up together or whatever. That's um, about the sake. So I pick that, one up. Put, I got an F two fifty, picking it up off the off the gravel and putting it in the bed of my truck. I did, th- I did, we had a, usually we drive the trailer around, we just roll them out of the trailer, but I, we only had like four deliveries that day. So I, I picked them up, all four of them picked them up. And the next day I woke up and, and I rolled out of bed, like crawled across the floor, you know, <laughs> can I make it to the medicine cabinet? Yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't be back? doing that anymore. <laughs> I wouldn't be doing that anymore. Yeah. It, it sucks. You know, <laughs> picking up all those barrels <laughs> and you know, uh, it's funny, but they do have a damn uh, robot doing it now. There's a guy like controlling, like he's got these joysticks and it's just like a big claw. It grabs it and just stacks them up. That's why it's pretty cool. But that's the next whiskey wine tells purchase. Or yeah, it's a a barrel robot. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you should, man. Yeah, for sure. How much do you think that thing costs? For sure. Oh God, there's no telling, no telling, you know, and most of there's like a company that we go through that, um, does a lot of special manufacturing just for us. Well, for the bourbon industry, I should say. Yeah. Um, but they make a lot of, a lot of machines just for barrels. It's unreal. And that's basically most of their, that's most of their business are, are distilleries. Um, 
but you know they do escalator escalator houses what we call them uh it's at one time uh they do a little bit of everything i was thinking about making a a well raider shirt like a I don't know what I'd put on it, but it, like nobody would get it, you know. It'd just be like I, I would make—I wouldn't even make that many. Just we'd make a well a well Raider shirt. People would see me like I don't even know what that is, and they wouldn't buy it. But it was like people like you, like I'd just send you one. You'd wear it all the time, right? I'm all over. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah. So you were—were <laughs> were you one of the last people to load these trucks by hand? Oh no! Oh no! That that they probably got that machine. I don't know, maybe four or five years after I started or so, maybe not that long. I don't know, but I wouldn't, I wasn't the last by any means. Nowhere close. <laughs> I was just wondering, I, don't know. I know you had been there forever. How long have you been a Jimmy? Uh, I just had my 18 year anniversary. I started at 21. Congratulations. Damn dude. That's awesome. So at 20, yeah, they buy you. you a mansion in the Hills. Or what do they do? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good one. Oh, we'll see. I don't know. <laughs> I might get a. Uh, I might get a little plaque. I'll get a little plaque that says twenty years." You know what you get at my company if you do maybe 20 a little years? gift. Huh? What's that? You get a flat screen TV, a fifty-five inch flat screen TV right. for twenty years of service. Now you're just pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what? Whiskey and White Tails, on your 20-year anniversary, Whiskey and White Tails will buy you a 55-inch flat screen TV. Done. Yeah, we will. Put it in the books. You tell us when it comes up, we'll, we'll send it to your house. To, to make up for Jim Beam's shortcomings. Yeah. We'll hook you up if nobody else will. <laughs> oh, All right. God. We're not no, going to pay your pension, but we'll buy you a TV. <laughs> I'm for real. Don't forget about that. It's going to happen. All right, Matt. I'm, I'm going to hold, hold it to you. You should. We'll buy you a 55-inch so flat screen 21. TV. So we're talking about April? Of 2023. Done. It'll be there in March of 2023. <laughs> I'm going to set a calendar reminder. <laughs> right. Bro, I'm serious. Are you, okay, are you a Samsung see. guy? A yeah, Sony, you wanna, a Sony you want? guy? Yeah. You tell me. You want a Sam- I, I'm personally, I'm a Samsung guy. We're going to have to have this conversation again Surprise in a couple of years because by then we're going to have holographic yeah, TVs yeah, yeah. with uh, a 55 inch TV in 2023 sure. could be like 10 grand. And we're like, all right, we got it. We're t- we were talking 2021 TV to sell a kidney to pay for it. <laughs> now we're going to hook you up for your 20 year. Thanks guys. So is the giveaway is the, are you, you going to bring the giveaway back or no? I don't know, man. I, I thought about it. I'm, Becoming uh, Instagram again, social media again. I, I may, I don't know. I, I really honestly haven't thought about it yet. Um, I'd say it's going to happen. I'm not sure when, though. Uh, I don't know if you listen to the podcast, but we've actually been keeping our listeners up to date on the Chief Mercer Instagram account. Have you? Yeah. We mentioned that you had disappeared. Then we mentioned that you came back on another episode. <laughs> <laughs> And I didn't go into anything that we've talked about. That was basically all we said. I would never disclose personal conversations, but gotcha. but yeah, we have been keeping because because uh, we get asked about it. We get asked about it. We gotta we gotta keep people up to date, man. It's like you're part of the family now, so it's it's how it works. Awesome, man. What's the best podcast you've ever been on? That's not a loaded question at all. 
I've only been on two, man. That's not true. I've heard <laughs> you on several podcasts. I mean, just two, man. Just two. Us and, and Bourbon And I Lens? can't really say, I can't really answer that because, yeah, I've been on Bourbon Lens. And I, there's some more that uh, that have been asking me to come on, and I need to really uh, schedule those, man. But I've been slacking. I've been I've been so busy with everything, thing else, and um, it's just it's been busy, man. Well, you made time for us uh, again on a second podcast, so we we're kind of. Uh, oh yeah, man, it's fun. Yeah, that and. And for the record, too, and you can you can tell anybody you want. This is the first blind, like tasting that I've ever had. So really, bam! It's hat. It's happened here. Yeah, hell yeah! Because most of the time, I'm the one like setting up the blinds. You know. Yeah, that makes sense. I bet everybody so, reaches out to you and they're like, "What can you give us?" <laughs> and, and you know, I don't have that much like. You know, I mean, I have a lot of bourbon and I have a lot of different stuff, but I don't have like, you know, the big time expensive bottles or anything. Well, I think people kind of look at you and they, they go, all right, this guy's high up in Jim Beam. He runs the fire department. He's he's got to be able to give me the fucking rarest of the rare. And, and that's and that's their angle. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, I don't <laughs> want you to send me anything. I want to send yeah, you I'm stuff. I'm sure. I'm like, <laughs> like the lowest of the low guys. <laughs> well, we love you more than uh, more than the highest. Well, I appreciate of the high. that. So, I can't wait till we come to Kentucky and we do this in person. We'll bring another uh, blind tasting with us. Yeah, for sure. Yep, do that. What'd you say, September? Yeah, September you'll be coming back. Well, um, opening day is the f- is that Memorial Day? I don't know. Or Labor Day? What's in September? Is it Labor Day? Yeah, Labor Day. Yeah. So we'll be there yeah, that weekend, um, and then we're coming back. But then we'll be back, I think, middle of the of the month, and then we'll be there again for the end of the month. And that's what I was telling you. If you want to come to that dinner with us, um, I got tickets. Oh yeah, for man! You. I definitely, I definitely want to go to that. Do you? All right, I got your tickets. Yeah, you and the that wife. That'd be awesome. And then there's isn't the that'd be awesome. When's the uh, bourbon festival? Isn't that in October? So I uh, would do us from that. Oh, you did? Yeah. The I don't want to. Okay. It was, I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't like the stipulations put on what we can and can't do. And I just, I was like, all right. Oh, we, we were, we were looking at being involved. I well, was just talking about just going. Oh, going. We could definitely just go. No. Yeah. We were, we were going to have a booth and we had a, a whole conversation. Well, I had a whole conversation with them and, and it just, uh, it didn't fit our vibe, I guess. Okay. It's not our, it's not our jam. Appreciate like, you including me in that. That's cool. Well, it just didn't matter, you know, cause it, it never came to fruition. <laughs> so it's, it's, I didn't need to include you because it, it was just not. If I told you what they had said to me, you would have been like, I'm not fucking doing that. Uh, so uh, there was no reason to, you know, we're both busy and different things. Man, you know? I'm, I'm curious as hell now. Uh, Same. I'll tell you after. But I, I'm the PR guy. And they've I'm the done worst some PR stipulations. Guy <laughs> you said, what? You're Fuck you. I'm not doing PR that. <laughs> great, great PR. Get me in touch with your HR person. That's, That's me. That's me. You're talking to him. Speaking. <laughs> Present, yeah, no. Oh, but yeah, we'll be there th- probably three weekends in September, um, and we'll make time. Awesome, man. We'll make time. Are you gonna be in Lexington each time? Yeah, it's McKee, Jackson County, 
uh, Dan Boone National Forest area. It's it's hunting stuff is what we're going there for, and then um, we're doing whiskey classes I at each you. one. But the um, the last the last oh, week in September is, is that dinner. If you want to come, I'm for all. I got your tickets. I already have them. Hell yeah, man! You get to meet I'm us there. and 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 the crew that we uh, associate with, and you meet a, a bunch of badass people, man. You meet you meet some good people. Like we only associate with good people. Like we don't sell out for uh, for names. So there's you know there's no we have like two big names that are in our circle, and that's kind of it. But who's that? Who'd that be? Gus and Matt. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Gus and Matt. Who'd that? We're the big names. The most important question is like, what's their what's their theme song when they walk in the room? Do, do they have a theme song? You're the only one that has it. Go ahead and no. give it to us again. Thank you. You're yes. the only theme song yes. guest that we have, <laughs> and it'll remain that way. Nobody else will get a that's theme song. So ridiculous. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate that. It's ridiculous. Don't promise things you can't promise. Now. No, I promise you. Nobody else will ever have a theme song. I promise you. You're the only one that'll get it. Oh man, promise for life. I mean, even if even if it costs us our our business, nobody else will ever get a theme song. I won't hold you to that, man. Like even if we get a president on here, he will not get the theme song. Yeah, we're not playing hail to the chief for a president. Nope, not happening. There's only one chief in our life, and that's you. I need that oh button. Please give it to the damn president, man. <laughs> Dude, that came through so good. I can't wait for you to re-listen to this and then hear how that came through. You were like president. <laughs> Very fitting. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think I think we're good. Yeah. All right. Chief. Kevin. Sir. Sir. You don't have don't call me sir. They call my dad sir. That's the thing. <laughs> That's why it's that I knew you'd I knew you'd respond with some shit like that. <laughs> we're cut from the same cloth. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Every time, what time y'all gotta time. get up in the morning? Yes, yeah, uh, well, Gus doesn't, but yeah, I'm looking at it's ten thirty here. Are you on the same? I always forget where the line. Yeah, is. it's ten thirty. Yeah, so we're good. We're on the same time. Yeah, yeah, about the same time as you. I gotta right. be uh, at work about the same. Time. The problem is, even like I take the day off and I don't have to get up early. Oh, you're going to like I'm. I've had you know between work and kids, my body's just like five thirty, five o'clock. Like, hey. You're up. Yeah. Wake it's up. It's Friday, bitch. Yep, you up now. But I don't have to be like, eh, <laughs> coffee. Yeah. Yep. So. <laughs> How old are your kids? Man, I have uh, a 14-year-old, a four-year-old, and a three-year-old. And they all have birthdays in, one is in August and two are in, in October. So they're all getting ready to be. 15, oh, wow. 15, five and or four and six, four and five. I don't nice. know. Yeah. How old are yours? <laughs> Those teenagers, man, they'll kill you. I'll tell you what. Um, I have a, I have a 20 year old, a 15 year old and, and this is how bad I got to like think about their age. <laughs> I know that's terrible, but. And then a nine-year-old. Is the 20-year-old still at home? So, uh, 
They're all spread out. He is. Yep. Yep. What's yep he, doing? he is. And so it's like, it's pretty much my young, my two oldest are boys and my youngest is a girl. And it's basically having like three teenagers in a house. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, my youngest is a girl it, too. It's yep. fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah. And she's, she's more wild. Yep, she's the princess, man. She runs this place. Dude, I'm telling yeah, you. I'm the same way, man. She runs this place. She's got more attitude and more sass and more, <laughs> man. Yeah. The first two were easy compared to her. Holy shit. My oldest is a girl, and she also has sass and attitude. I know. I was same way. She's a cat, though. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, guys, I'm gonna get off here. Yeah, we're done. Yeah, because man. I'm an old man, and this is like past my bedtime. Yep. Same. Well, we appreciate you hanging out and drinking some whiskey with us, man. Yep. Good time as always. Thank you, guys, man. Thanks for these samples too, man. I'm sorry I forgot. I freaking I don't know what happened to that envelope. I'm probably gonna find it in a couple of days. It's all good. We figured It'll it out. It was because up. I poured the wrong wood, the wrong wood for reserve for you and for us. But you did good, man. Yeah. It's that crazy. was a good little flight, though, man. That was good. Yeah, it's good. I uh, we try I try to uh, use a little bit of science and not just blindly pick things. So it's you. You did good, man. Yeah, we had some Woodford that. and some. Uh, and you know, I start off with Woodford a lot of times. Too. Yeah, I know. I don't know if I told y'all that. That's why I picked it as number one. Now that my drunk brain yeah, is activated. So, <laughs> that's why. But yeah, it's all coming back to you now. Yeah, I figured <laughs> it out. I figured it out through this conversation why I picked Woodford as number one. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Thanks for coming on, dude. We appreciate it. We always have such a good time. Can't wait to do this again. Um, hopefully next time it's in person. Yeah, hopefully. Say September in that damn far away. No, it'll be here before we know it. Yep. And you're locked in on the uh, dinner, right? For the Camp Kentucky Hero dinner? Yes. What what days are that? It's the what last week of September. All right. Let me see here. I'm also checking just to make sure. Last weekend, so it's like the 25th. Of, it's a Saturday then? Yep, 25th is the dinner. Yep. Okay, and that's 25th. at the Campbell House. What's the name of it? It's the Camp Kentucky Hero um, dinner. And I'll send you the link to, um, or the Instagram page. I'll send you the Instagram page in a minute so you can have it. Okay. But it's a good event, man. So it's uh, first responders and veterans um, for awesome, man. Kentucky. That's awesome. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just gonna put it in my thing, my, my uh, calendar here, so I don't forget. Yeah, man, that that'd be great. Last weekend, September. Gotcha. Yep, I just sent it's you. in Lexington, right? It's at yeah, the Campbell House out there. <clears throat> I'm pretty ah, sure it's cool. Lexington. But he's auctioning off some crazy bottles, man. He's got like crazy shit he's auctioning off. You'll be able to see some bottles go for insane money. You think secondary is crazy? Wait till you come to one of these charity events. It's wild. Jeez, man. I can only imagine. You know, we had like the fire department. So you can laugh at me if you want, but we had the <laughs> our my volunteer fire department. We just had our our holiday. We can't call it Christmas, which whatever, but yeah. So we had all like our Christmas holiday extravaganza, whatever you want to call it. But we have like a dinner and like we usually do auctions and stuff. But I mean, we're in Barstown. So 
you might find it interesting, you may not, but you know, like actually Heaven Hill kind of sponsors us. There's a guy there that gives us a ton of whiskey. And uh, the chief there is he works for a place called uh, Strong Spirits. And um, but uh, we get a lot of alcohol donated. So like throughout the course of the night, they like auction off bottles and yeah. they're all like. They're all like crappy bottles. I mean, oh really? <laughs> I don't want to say crappy bottles. I need to back up. I don't want to say crappy. Some <laughs> like larceny, and they had like I bought a Evan Williams single barrel. Uh, what else was there? I, a so, bunch of crappy bottles. So and they're then like there was normal like, bottles that you can buy. They're not extravagant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nothing like that. And they're just regular crap. <laughs> can't wait and, for you to uh, hear this. But, and they were going for like ridiculous amounts. I mean, we're like, yeah, you know, we're not high rollers by any means, but it was going for like stupid money. I'm like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> like, well, wait, wait till you come you to know, this event. But I see. ended up with like a, you see OFC well, and to give you an idea, like, like nobody thousands. was bidding on the. Sorry. No kidding. Cutting in and out says. <laughs> That's cool though. Am I cutting in and out? Damn it. Yeah, we're all cutting in and out. Wait till you see these OFC and these wellers go for like ten grand. You'll be like, how the fuck is somebody paying that much money? You'll see. It's it's these charity dinners are wild, man. People bring out big bucks for it. I'm just uh, I'm in the wrong business, I guess, man. See, this is this is all for charity. So, if you were in this business, you you still would you, know, you still wouldn't be in business. <laughs> still, it's like, it's, it all gets donated. It goes to help other people. I got you. But that's why it's fun. It's like so for your for your uh, dinner. Like you guys have regular. I won't call them crappy. You have regular bottles, and they're going for crazy money. So imagine when you have crazy <laughs> bottles. They yeah. go for crazy money. I mean, it's insane. Good bottles. It's like you think secondary is oh, bad. Wait yeah. till you get to this event. Yeah, we're super pumped for you to go with us, and uh, I got your ticket saved. <laughs> All right, dude. Awesome, man. That'll Anything left for anybody to hear? At Chief underscore Mercer on Instagram. Uh, Jim Beam Distillery. Uh, Jim Beam. Uh, I think that's it. I got nothing, man. <laughs> we're cutting out again. <laughs> All right. One in there. I think he's gone. I think he disappeared. Oh, I got a laugh. All right, man. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, buddy. Thanks for joining us, man. This is always a good time. Man, I appreciate it, guys. It, it is fun. We need to do it again. For sure. One yeah. day. We'll do it one day, like midday, so people aren't sucking all your bandwidth. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need to, plan, need to plan this better next time, I think. <laughs> yep. See if we can remember that or we'll do it live together there you go we can do that too thanks for joining us bro sounds good all right had a great time all right guys thank you hey i appreciate it y'all yes sir thank you bye-bye see ya see ya